I'm I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna I'm gonna get his autograph. So, um, <coughs> I um I walked over there and they had these flyers that have you know all the different um, um special guests that are on there. Now it's done up to look like um the select screen from um, Mega Man Two, so you know all their faces are you know kind of you know pixelated or whatever. And I walk up to the guy and I you know I I set it down from him. I said you know. Uh, I said, it's a real honor to meet you, sir. And he's like, oh, thank you. And I said, you know, I said, I loved your book. And he said, what book? I said, and I thought, okay, well, maybe he's asking me which one. Am I a bigger fan of Armada, which is his current book he's promoting, or Ready Player One, which honestly is, is the better of the two books, but is, uh, you know, is the one he's kind of more, more so known. And I said, Ready Player One. And he looks at me and goes, I'm not Ernie Klein. <laughs> and what he goes? I'm Warren Spector. Now, I just I felt like I was like two feet tall. I felt I was just like like my brain is just shut down at this point. I'm embarrassed all to hell, and I'm trying to comprehend. Okay, I'm was here to get Ernie Klein. You know this this awesome you know book writer to sign this this flyer, but instead I can get Warren Spector, the guy who did, you know, um, Ultima and um, Wing Commander and, you know, all these other really awesome games. I can get his signature, and I'm just kind of like, no, do you still mind signing it? And he's like, oh, no, I'm, I'm second fiddle to, to Ernie Klein, and I mean, I'm just like, oh, God, I feel horrible. I'm just like... Thank you, sir. I'm like, no, this is really awesome. And he's just like, oh, I'm, I'm sure it is. It's not Warren, it's not Ernie Klein, but I'm just like, oh, God. <laughs> Making you feel worse. And I was like, thank you. And I just kind of walked off. I'm just like, and I'm a big dummy. Poor you. I, I thought you would appreciate that. I, I don't know. That sucks, man. I mean, it's good you got your, I don't even know who Warren Spector was. I was like, I was like Warren Spector. I saw that you had a signed thing that said Warren Spector on it from the in the pictures, and I was like, Warren Spector. Who the hell's Warren Spector? And I was like, sounds like uh, some a guy that was in the news that killed his wife or something. Oh gosh, <laughs> that's Phil Spector. Phil Spector, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm glad I know he, that. I'm glad he's that the guy who did Wing Commander, Ultima. Uh, I'm looking at his, his thing here. Um, I th- System I sh- Shock, Thief, okay. Do Sex. Yeah, I don't know. So, yeah. Epic I, Mickey. That would have been really embarrassing for me because I would have been like, who are you? You're listening to the Epically Geeky Show, a place for all things geeky. Welcome back to the Epically Geek Show, episode number 31. I'm your host for the evening, Eugene Stevens. Tonight's opening question is, do you prefer books or e-books, Cyrus Martin? Oh, that's a good one. Um, I prefer books. Why, um, why so? Uh, I never like, I never, I don't like the idea of reading a book off a screen. I like to turn the pages and mark the pages and. I just like the idea of re- reading a book that way. Like I've read several books, uh, ebook style, and it's fine. But if you can like work on a book, I don't like to burn through books either. Like I like to 
read a book kind of slowly. Like I'll read a book and it'll take me like, you know, if I, once I start on it, it might take me, I don't know, three or four weeks to finish it, you know, because I'll read a little bit here and a little bit there. I like to come back to it, you know. So I don't know. It's just uh, I, I'm not like one of those people that like uh, consumes books, you know. I like for the, a book to, I like to think about it for a while. You know, I like to give it time in my brain. So that's me. Fair enough. Uh, Laney, where do you come down on this? Laney. Oh, sorry. I cut out for a second. <laughs> it's okay. I'm sorry. Okay, so um, I think, I mean, honestly, it kind of depends on the book, but I I kind of prefer the real book as well. I kind of have to side with Cy on this one. Okay. So, I mean, I, I own a Kindle, and I really enjoy my Kindle, and I think maybe if I still had, like, the time to read as much as I used to, I would say an ebook because it's really convenient. But there's just something about, like, sitting down and opening up my book and, like, reading. And depending on what it is, like, I like to make little notes in the margins and stuff. Like, I have a copy of To Kill a Mockingbird, which I've read a thousand times. And it's got little, like, things in the margins and, like, certain highlighted passages and just stuff that each time I read it, like, sticks out to me. So there's something really comforting about, like, actually having the physical pages and stuff to turn. So I'd have to I'd have to say the same thing. I think I prefer the real thing. Okay, uh, Ray, what do you come down on this? Uh, that's let's make it three for three. Uh, I prefer the real book. It's it's better to see how you're progressing rather than trying to look at how many pages are left on the ebook. You can oh, actually physically see. Um, you know how far you had to the next chapter. You know how far you've come. You know where the end of the book is coming. It's just, I don't know, that's something about holding that book in your hands is a lot better. Um, to me, it depends. Um, I, I'm going to say pretty much universally neither. I actually prefer audiobooks. Um, that's oh, the only way you don't get to do that. <laughs> no, I, I sure do. Um, you asshole. That being said, that being said, when it comes to like books that I, for enjoyment or whatever, um, I, I, I prefer I prefer audiobooks. If it's a book or something that I'm like reading to like um, complete a project or something, let's say a um, uh, well, like for example, I'm I'm wanting to 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 buy these books written by this guy who does a lot of cosplay armor stuff, and of course it's cheaper to just buy the ebook version, but he also has a printed version, and I'm really considering getting the printed version because even though it's it's handy to be able to pull it up like on an iPad or something and kind of swipe through it, I'm like y'all, there's something about Having it printed out and just the texture, being you know, having the option to make notes and stuff, and I know a lot of those e-reading programs allow you to do that. Um, it's just there's just something about physically owning the book and be able to flip through it and find what you need. Now, that's also kind of the other thing to it is like if it was digital, you know, I could just type up a quick search and find exactly what I need. So, um, but generally speaking, yeah, I kind of prefer the actual book itself. So. Which I really not would not have expected us to come up with this answer, like maybe one or two of us, but I really didn't think it was going to be pretty much across the board that we preferred the physical book. So, no, you answered audio book. 
Like I'm gonna start doing yeah. that. Like from now on, when there's two options, I'm picking a third one that you. Yeah, yeah, I hope you're happy now, Eugene. <laughs> oh damn it! Oh, it's okay. like, what, what do you prefer, paper or plastic? And I'll be like, neither. Box. I prefer to bring I, my own bags from I home. I bring a potato sack, cardboard I actually, box. I do actually bring my own bags from home. Of course you do. All right. <laughs> um, tonight's episode, uh, we're actually uh, we've hit. We're over half 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 a year through the doing the show, so I figured we can go ahead and start going back and uh, retreading over some of the things that we've already done. Um, and one of the first things I wanted to try was um, back uh, way back one of our first episodes we did. We did an episode called Mashup. Uh, on that episode, we assigned we had three different dice, and we assigned uh, a different item to each one of the dice. We rolled the dice, and whatever the outcome is, the person had to come up with the movie or book or TV show uh, that was assigned. And the first time we did this, the first die was uh, Classic Movie Monsters. The second die was, I believe, the uh, genre. And then the third die was what it was going to be, movie, TV, books, and so forth. This time around, this actually took a little thought. Like, we had to kind of go back and forth as a group to figure out exactly what we're going to do on this episode. So, um, And actually, I don't even know what one of the die is. In fact, you're about to find out right now, along with me, as to what the second die is. But this time, we're doing Mashup 2, The Revenge. Um, On this uh, episode, we're going to, once again, be rolling three dice. And we're going to do, we're going to take on um, the classic buddy cop scenario. (coughs) Pardon me. Um, So the first die that we're going to roll is going to be one of the two members of the uh, buddy cop situation. And die number one is going to be fast food mascots. So you're going to have Ronald, Jack, Wendy, the King, Colonel Sanders, and Caesar from Little Caesars. The second die, which will be announced in just a moment, will be their partner in said movie. And then the third die is going to be what they're going to be battling, whether it be drugs, weapons, human trafficking, uh, a presidential assassination, uh, serial killer, or crooked cops. Um, what we're going to do is we're going to roll the three dice. Whoever's turn it is is going to get 60 seconds to kind of come up with the basic idea for the movie and then uh, come back and start pitching it to us. And then we're going to, as a group, go ahead and fill it in, see what we come up with. So um, I'm going to take, a, uh, take Lewis's suggestion from the last time we do this. And as we go through and select one of these, um, I'm going to mark them out. So if that number is rolled again, we're going to just go ahead and roll it to the next we're going to add one to it and go with whatever is next on the list so that we don't have any repeats this time. Um, I put it out there to the group, and Ray and Chris actually came up with our second die. And, uh, Ray, would you mind telling us what is the second die we will be rolling tonight? So there was lots of options, and, uh, and one fun one that I thought would go along with this one really well is daytime TV show hosts. <gasps> nice. Okay, and uh, what are the selections, sir? So your lists uh, includes Rosie O'Donnell, uh, <laughs> Oprah, Ricky Lake, Jerry Springer, Maury Povich, and Ellen DeGeneres. Okay, oh, Rosie, so Oprah. so happy. Who else? Rosie, Oprah, Ellen. Uh, so yeah, Ellen DeGeneres, Ellen. Ricky Ricky Lake, okay, Jerry Springer, Maury Povich, Maury, okay, yeah, and got him. Oh man, this is gonna be good. Um, <laughs> all right, so would anyone like to volunteer to go first? Normally go first. I would, but I won't do it. All right, I'm gonna go first <laughs> this time. I need all to right. hear it. 
Okay, so um, like I said, I'm going to give myself 60 seconds after I roll the dice here to kind of start brainstorming this idea. Um, and while I'm doing that, if y'all would, just uh, kind of fill in the air with whatever it is you want to talk about. I'm going to leave it open to y'all. So the first die that I'm rolling is a number six, which means I'm using Little Caesar, and he is going to be paired with I don't know. Uh, Oprah Winfrey. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, <laughs> and they are well, going to be fighting. Well, she does bread. A serial killer and Yay. sixty seconds and go. Right on. <laughs> Good luck with that one. Is that there Oprah Winfrey commercial? Is, she is there like a chart or something where I can see what? I, I don't understand how this works. Like, His name is Eugene. That's how uh, you oh, just okay. say what? Which is it? That's okay. We'll figure it out. Later. All we know is he's got Oprah. <laughs> Oprah. Hey, if there's one person you want. It's Oprah Winfrey, because no, then you get a car, and you get a car. Oh, yeah. We all know how much Eugene loves Oprah Winfrey. But uh, for entertainment value, you want Rosie O'Donnell, who's going to make the movie you know, that much more. Nice Rosie or mean Rosie? Because you mean guys remember Rosie. when Rosie was mean? Yeah. She got that hilarious. super short, intense haircut, and she was just mean. Yeah, and then she would really mean, and then... Oh, wow. Remember her yelling at Elizabeth Hasselbeck on The View? That was pretty funny, though. I did enjoy that. Yeah. Just screaming at her. It was a lot. All right. So I'm t- time's up. Okay. So I was trying to. The main thing I was trying to figure out is how I was going to uh, cast the the two characters. Um, I think I think Oprah is going to be. Um, Oprah's gonna. Oprah is is gonna be the vet of the two. She's going to be. Um, She's she's worked there for quite a while. She's um very caring. She works very hard with the community. Um she's kind of the person they put out there to um <coughs> pardon me, you know, um you know, work with the kids and everything like that. So, you know, she's kind of like the public face of 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 the uh, of the police department. So, um and um little Caesar <laughs> Little Caesar is this grizzled old guy. He's basically, uh, you know, he he's been working in the bowels of the of the police department forever. Um, maybe he's like the guy who does uh, the uh, the lockup for like evidence or whatever. And um, for I'm whatever picturing reason, him being played by Danny DeVito. By the I way, I was kind of thinking this. <laughs> um, and so, like, you know, he's very, he's very, like, by the book, and he's just like, you know, he doesn't care about, you know, whatever else is going on. He's just like, you know, no, we, we, we're going to just be minimalist about this, and we, we do exactly what it says or whatever. And he of course, she, she gets caring about this. And the serial killer that they're fighting, I'm thinking is straight up, like, Seven style. Like, it's these really fucking gruesome, out there murders. Oh, but it's based on pizza. <laughs> okay. That's interesting. Ooh. All right, so well, Little Caesars, it. right? True. Yeah, obviously. All right, so what is he doing? Is he like is he slicing up these people or? Well, no, they. He's they making them deep parts dish. On, <laughs> different parts on different pizzas. Oh shit! <gasps> so like, literally, people pizza. are people are literally like, okay, okay. So here's the deal. So what if like people are ordering this pizza and then when they get it and they fucking open it up and there's like body parts on there. Ew. And so they're yes. like, they have to find out, number one, they've got to track down, you know, is it the same person that he's cutting up? Is it multiple people? They've got to find out, you know, who this fucking delivery guy is because it's, it's coming from all the different brands. That's not bad. That's a pretty good idea, actually. 
this like is it. Like, this is like a comedy, or well, it's gonna be. I mean, okay, so I'm thinking it's gonna be in the style of like um, uh, Lethal Weapon One, the first one, you know, where it's it's got some funny moments in it, but it's it's pretty rough around the edges. Yeah, yeah. So you you kind of do almost a crossover of like Lethal Weapon mm-hmm. and and like Spaceballs, where it's almost yes. a parody of Seven. Yes. Yes. There you go. Oh, okay. You'd have to because otherwise, like the pizza thing is like too far. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and that's a hard sell. That is a hard sell. It's kind of it's the same thing. I'm telling you, it's the same thing as Willy Wonka. The only reason they could make that movie is because it's like, but it's a kids movie. Wouldn't that be fun everything's to see? Everything's colorful. Wouldn't that be fun to see a Willy Wonka, but it was done like Saw, like yes. <laughs> I would see that. <laughs> uh, all right. Does anyone want to volunteer to go next? I'll do it next. I don't all know right, what I'm Cyrus. doing. All right. Your first per- uh, person in your buddy cop movie is Ronald McDonald. Okay. All right. Ronald McDonald is pairing up with Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. You've got the dream team. That's the greatest. And they are going to be fighting... Against weapons, <laughs> weapons <laughs> smuggling into the country. Okay. Wow! Oh my All right. God, Ronald Rosie's and Rosie across the border. Yep, and sixty seconds and go. I'm, I'm, I'm excited about this. I am too. I'm like number one. I forgot to apologize at the at the top of the show that I'm coughing. I cannot seem to get rid of this cough. I will do my best not to make it interfere with the show, but just saying so. But to those of you listening at home, please note the way that Eugene takes a huge inhale in. Really? You got to bring that up. So, yeah. (laughs) Now I can't not do it. But, yes, whenever I go to cough or something like that, I have to inhale first. You try to get (laughs) You have to do it right now, don't you? (laughs) That's so mean. (laughs) I was trying to mute it. I'll be honest, uh, choosing a pina colada to drink as I'm doing this was probably not the best choice because it's, well, it's, you know, it's a little thick, so. That's what she said. That's what she said. (laughs) All right, Cyrus, what do you have for us for this Ronald McDonald and Rosie O'Donnell weapon fighting buddy comedy movie? All right. So, basically, it starts out like this. Ronald McDonald's been retired for a couple of years. Okay. And he's pretty much living um, in a Winnebago. And he <laughs> oh smokes. Oh, my God. He smokes like crazy. He's like a chain smoker. And um, to make Maybe money. Well, no, he's got his hair. Come on. No, we're not, we're not going to be insulting the guy here. But um, so, like, to make money, he runs an ice cream stand. And. You know, he's helping the kids out and everything like that. Well, uh, out of out of nowhere, the kids start dying in the neighborhood, um, and there's like all these gun battles at the school, and like uh, just dead kids all over the place, and everybody's freaking out about it and stuff. So he starts doing like his own investigation because he knows a lot of these kids because he sells ice cream to them and stuff. Well, his ex-wife is still on the force. And that's Rosie O'Donnell. And <gasps> oh my god. She, oh yes. <laughs> she she finds out he's good doing his investigation and so 
she like pulls him over in his Winnebago and like pulls him basically pulls him out and starts harassing him and chewing his ass out, telling him we can't be doing all this kind of stuff and everything. And he's like, You're not getting the job done. I've gotta do something. These kids are out here dying and I'm all about the kids, you know, and she's like, If you were all about the kids, you never would have left and you know, it went on and on and on. Um so anyway, they end up working together and he he joins the force back again. Turns out there's this um, smuggling ring going on where they're they're hiding the weapons inside of Happy Meals, and uh, you know he knows a lot about Happy Meals. Obviously, he's got some pull with with the McDonald's because uh, you know years and years ago before he was a cop, you know his dad was the Ronald McDonald clown that everybody saw on TV, but his dad got screwed out of the business. So they he's doing an investigation and he runs into sure enough the guy who screwed his dad out of the business huh. who ends, ends up being the guy behind the whole uh weapon smuggling rings trying to make all this extra money um so anyway there's like this big chase scene and they um you know like they chase him all over the city and there's all this you know crazy stuff going on he's throwing like heavy mills out the car and Ronald McDonald's like, you know, <laughs> snatching them out of the air to protect the kids and all this kind of stuff's happening. And they get to, they end up um, crashing their cars and in, uh, into this baseball park, and um, they're running to the baseball park trying to catch this guy, and they lose him in the crowd, and, and um, they're like, "We got to do something to find him." And and she's like, "I know, I'll get everybody's attention. You go find him." She grabs the mic and starts singing the national anthem. And everybody's like freaking out, and that's when he fi- he finally sees the guy because he pokes his head out, and Ron McDonald tackles him, and they fall in the middle of a baseball field, and uh, finally bust the guy. And then, of course, at the end of the movie, he has a smoke, and Rosie snatches it out of his mouth, and is like, "You don't, you know, you you said you would quit those years ago," and he says, "I quit a lot of things years ago." And then they kiss, and it's the end of the. Movie. And scene. Can it be called Tears of a Clown? Yes. <laughs> yeah, sure. Oh that went God. pretty quick, and that one turned out pretty good. Actually, that was awesome. I love the idea of Rosie O'Donnell is like his like kind of old ex-wife who he has to join forces with again. I love it. I'm you, here you, for it. You need a cameo, especially because it's like a crime one. You need a cameo of the hamburger somewhere in the background. Yes. Oh, oh, at the end. Information. No, 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 no. At the end of the credits, the hamburger. You've seen like references to him throughout the whole movie. At the end of the credits, he's in the jail cell. He turns around. And it's freaking Tom Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> He's all fiending. Hey, anybody got any hamburgers? You know. <laughs> I thought for sure you were gonna say the stinger at the movie is like is the hamburger like getting away and he like fucking goes like total Kaiser Sose and he's like like he's actually the real kingpin or whatever and they haven't pinned it on him or whatever. So well, you could you could do that too. We could work all this thing. You gotta have a sequel. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just thinking. There's got to be this major standoff scene or whatever where he's at like all these happy meals and like he's threatening to like you know just release them somehow or another. Like all these kids, you know, just fucking get a hold of these and like are all like just pulling out all these you know gats or whatever and just like 
you know, blasting each other away, you know, at a school or some shit like that. That would be ridiculous. His last words, rabble, rabble. Oh, my God. <laughs> Credits. <laughs> oh, my God. That's funny. Donald. Okay, that was... Yeah, there's not really a lot to add on to that one. Like, you no. pretty much... That's pretty that fleshed out, yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, Ray. I'm a or, professional uh, writer. What do yeah, you I was gonna say that's where that whole thing kind of comes in. There. I, was, I can tell you were like cheater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Ray or Laney, which one do you want to go next? I can go. Yeah. All right, all right, Laney. Um, okay. I'm your scared. first person is. Don't be scared. Your first person is uh, the king. <laughs> oh, the Burger King king. You have the king from Burger King. Okay. So you can do whatever you need to do with him. Okay. Um, Ooh. Ooh. Hold on, about to die. Where'd he go? <laughs> they, that's why they call him the king. I can see it. you got to work that in. And oh uh, he is teamed up with Ricky Lake. Yes. I'm so already the, excited. Uh, the king and Ricky Lake are going to be fighting. We've already done that one. So human trafficking. <laughs> yes. Okay, uh, I'm ready. Can you, okay. can, you, can you work Wilson Phillips into this somehow? Ricky yes. Lake wasn't in Wilson Phillips. She wasn't? No. You sure? Yes. yes she just looked sure. like she was. Who was in Wilson Phillips? Are you sure she well, wasn't? Anybody with a last name Wilson or Phillips. Hmm. Yeah, what, it, it wasn't Lake and Phillips. Anyway, all right, so you're 60 seconds and go. Okay. okay. All right, so... Um, so, yeah, so, uh, so you're definitely going to make it down for Geek Fest this coming weekend, right, Cyrus? Uh... Yeah, Carney Wilson, that's who. That's who yes. you're thinking. Yes. They do yeah. look alike. Quiet, Laney, you're supposed to be working. I'm thinking. <laughs> so. Um But yeah, so yeah, that's who you were thinking, so. I knew it was somebody that does that, <laughs> does that stuff. Well, you know. I'm not a music person, so you know, I, I really couldn't help you out with that. I, I just I know very few things and that was one of the few things that I knew. Hey, maybe you could, um, if we ever see her at one of those events, we get a book signed or something, you know? Yeah. Album, album signed or whatever. Yeah, like. there you go. I'd be like, who are you again? Yeah, you <laughs> did something. You did something. Don't tell me. You did something. Oh, God. <laughs> you're not You're not a nobody. <laughs> Wait, you're not Ernie Klein? Damn it. <laughs> Are you on a claim? <laughs> like, well, I can still. You're like, I guess. Listen, there's only half a million people in Austin. I will find him eventually. <laughs> Eugene just starts going door to door. Yep. Oh, you know what? Even better. Eugene creates an app, and it's uh, it's Ready Player <laughs> One or Go. <laughs> he's he's bouncing from person to person like a ping pong ball. Are you in a client? 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 <laughs> All right, and time. All right, Lainey, what you got for us? Okay, hold on. Let me flesh out this one thing. That's what she said. Stop it. Okay, all right. So, um, the Burger King, as it were. Okay. Um, I want him to. I want him to keep that mask on the whole time. Ooh, I want him. Absolutely. I want he's his mouth never moves. Does he talk? Yes. Oh, damn it. I was hoping you were going to say he was mute for some reason. I don't know why I was thinking that. I, I was thinking about that, but then the more I like fleshed it out, I was like, no, he's going to have to talk at some points. But he is extremely quiet. 
but okay. he's very solemn, but he keeps that big dumb smile on his face all the time. Okay. So, um, the king, he's he's an old school cop. He's been on the force for a really long time. You know, he's he's seen a lot of shit in his day, hence his solemn attitude. <laughs> but he has a mask, so he can't change his face. So, uh, Ricky Lake uh, joins the force, um, and the king's getting ready to retire. He's he's reaching the end of his police career. In fact, he should have retired years ago, but he just he just can't give up the force. That old chestnut. Yep. That old chestnut. So, Ricky Lake, um, she's kind of a late-in-life cop. She used to be like a real estate agent or something for a long time, and, and just kind of decided she wanted to do something different. So, she applied for the police academy, got in, went through all of her training, passed the test, now she's on the force. So, um, Ricky Lake is really like upbeat and bubbly and nice and fun and everything, but she's very green, obviously. So they end up pairing them together because they figure, who better to show her the ropes than the king? He's the best we got. Right, gotcha. Right, so, you know, they're out on a beat one day just kind of patrolling the mean streets. I don't know why I have them set in Detroit, but I do. I can't explain that. It's just happening. <laughs> okay. So they're, they're out on, like, the mean streets of Detroit just, you know, checking everything out. She's seeing stuff that she's never seen, and it's all very, it's all a lot. Well, uh, they um, they see a guy take a woman's purse, and they start to chase him down the street. You know, they chase him back through different, like, alleyways and everything, and then they, they come to a dead end. Well, they, they've got the guy, and they uh, they catch the guy, they get the purse, they give it back to the lady, and they're talking in the alley, and then they they hear something. And so they, they're kind of looking around, and they notice it's coming from the dumpster. So they pop open the dumpster, and there's a girl that's, you know, almost dead, just, you know, beaten to within, like, an inch of her life and battered and bruised and this, that, and the other. And so they scoop her up, and they take her back to the, to the station, and they find out that she is a victim of human trafficking, and she's been, you know mistreated and this, that, and the other, and dropped off in this dumpster, basically left for dead. So she kind of starts to to tell them, you know, a little bit about herself and everything, and, you know, she becomes a troubled... She's obviously a very, very troubled youth in Ricky Lake, because she's Ricky Lake, obviously, is trying to, you know, mentor her and everything. So, but the king's not convinced. He feels like there's... There's definitely more where this is coming from. So they, they kind of start to follow this trail, much to the, to the uh, dismay of their chief, obviously. Um, and it leads them down. This is the part that I had a really hard time with, if you can't tell. So if anybody wants to jump in, feel free. But I figured they, uh, they're trying to, as they're trying to like, find out more and more about all of this, like they run into uh, maybe some people from talk shows past. Like Jenny Jones, <laughs> maybe she, you know, helps you know get the girls brought over from foreign countries. Maybe they run into. Uh, I'm trying to think of another one. Sally Jesse Raphael. Maybe she knows a little something something, but's kind of reluctant to talk. So uh, they they follow this whole thing. They find a bunch of other girls, some dead, some not. And eventually basically where I want it to end up is I want Ronald McDonald to be the kingpin. <laughs> you know who would be a really there cool kingpin, what? Ronald McDonald? Yes. Is Terry Crews. 
<laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> oh God. I was gonna say, um, so you're pulling these kids in, and there's different kids. Like there's a little blonde girl, and there's the geeky kid, and then there's a kid in a wheelchair, and then you know there's the token black kid. And does anyone know where I'm going with this? Yes. And they form the Burger King's Kids Club, and like maybe like they help them take a da- you know take them down or whatever. I like that. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to throw that out there. So. <laughs> I thought you were gonna start saying yeah, and a little girl with red pigtails. Oh no no no! no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I have a couple quick questions. So, um, like, is it weird? Like, is it weird to everybody that he's wearing the mask, or is it just like that's no? Just like, I want okay. it to be like everybody totally accepts it. Okay, so kind of like you know a movie like you know um, I don't know like fucking um, um, what's the movie with the talking teddy bear where it's like not Ted. Uh, Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. just like okay. Well, he's talking like it's not. It's not weird. It's not out there. It's just that's just it's something just, that happens. So. It just okay. is. All right. So I yeah, don't know I was, why. I just feel like that would be better. Oh no, it would be better. I think that would be hilarious. I don't. I don't want his mouth to move. Nothing. No, nothing. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> what if like? What if he's not funny though? What if he's just like super serious? Like, yeah, that's oh. exactly how I want it yep. to be. I don't want him to be funny. He's the straight man. I want Ricky Lake to be making all the dumb jokes and like all smiley and adorable, and the king is just like not having it. Totally. He's like, monotone. He's, like all, he's like drinking all the time. Yeah, he's like super gruff. He's constantly like smoking and like whenever he comes home, you know, he takes off his crown and like. But not the mask. It's still the mask. It's no, still the still giant the fucking mask on while he's sleeping. Yeah, like he pours himself like a scotch and like sits down and like rubs his temples. Like gets home, there's a, like a Dear John note, you know, I took the kids, you know, I can't take it anymore or whatever. He wads it up, throws it in the trash, busts a <laughs> bottle over the fucking fridge or something. And on it's his... just that smiling face. <laughs> yes. You should it's have so a haunting. You should have a wall with like, you know, the detectives where they always have like a wall of all these people of where he's trying to find, <laughs> yeah. and and like they're different mascots of the different franchises, yes. and he's trying to link them to oh one person. God. Like grimace and oh my god, <laughs> I love this. I love this. He's, he's like he's drunk, drunk, and he's like doing <laughs> Russian roulette. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> Yeah, it gets like real dark after a while. Like <laughs> she comes in, tries to stop him. Yeah, like they have like a big argument because like he feels like they're never gonna like be able to break the case and it's getting really dangerous and he's just he's See, I, for the what's shit. So, what's so funny is the only way you'll know all this stuff about what he's thinking and everything is the other person is saying it. You know, like he'll be just sitting there like fake sobbing, you know, because he's just wearing a mask, and she'll and they'll be like. I know you're having this hard time because we're not solving this case and blah, 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 and like explaining his feelings and he's just That's talking. what I'm saying it would be better if he doesn't talk. I think right. you're right. I think, okay. yeah. I think we and should mix all the talking. Yeah, and then he And just that should like be like nodding. half of his like shtick. It's like, yeah, you know, he's a he's a tough cookie, but you know, you know like what he he's literally doing. walks up to interrogate someone, like knocks on the door, they open the door, they're like, Hello? And it's just it, it's just it He cuts, says you know, nothing. And it cuts Silence. back, I'm not fucking talking to you. It cuts back. <laughs> I don't care what the fuck you say, you're not coming you know, yeah. that type of shit. Oh my god, yes. And he's I just like hand gestures it. and yeah, you know. exactly hand 
they're just like sitting across the table. Like they are in the commercials. They're very slow and awkward. It's just like <laughs> cracking his knuckles like yeah. one at a time. <laughs> and that goofy smile. <laughs> Big dumb smile. Sitting back in a chair and is like rolling a quarter over his knuckles very slowly. <laughs> 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 what would like be so funny is when he calls people on the phone, you know, like. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, I didn't know it was you, sir. Uh, yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Who was that? It's a king. Yeah, that's literally what he's called. Is the king? He's not Gary King or you know what? It's just the no, king. The king. <laughs> that's awesome. I love it. You know, unfortunately, Ricky Lake kind of got the short end of the stick on this. Like, no one's gonna fucking care if she's in it. Like, this, everyone's gonna go be seeing the King. Like, this is this is the movie. I just love the idea of like obnoxious Ricky Lake, like <laughs> trying to like voice all of his feelings. That's awesome. Yeah, like she's like uh, pouring out her heart and soul, like expressing everything he's actually, and he's just sitting there nodding or shaking mm-hmm. his head. Big goofy <laughs> smile. <laughs> I, I just want to see. There, there's got to be at least one scene in the movie where they've got a perp in the back, and they, the perp says something, and both her and him are in the front seat, and they just turn around, and look back at him, just, just. I, I, I have to see that. In the movie. <laughs> can, can can you? I just want. I have I have one request. I don't, yes. I, can the Burger King have a switchblade? Yes. I just, sure. Why not? <laughs> That he like that plays he threatens with. people with like, <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, like yeah, just I just want to see him flick that switchblade, you know. People that would get be awesome. Fl- on, on the blade is etched on there. <laughs> I just want to see him like sit down at his desk with like a cup of coffee, like take a sip, and then just like put his head in his hand. And, <laughs> and it's, like literally, he raises the cup to the plastic mask. Yeah, happens, but you know, like the liquid literally goes down in the cup. Like it's yes. <laughs> Yeah, he's, or he's got a bucket he keeps, and he, he, you know, because he's drunk all the time, and he's like, he, he's, he like leans over to vomit into it. You see the bucket's got stuff in it, but you know, you never actually see him vomit. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> hey, can we can we title this one King Shit? Yes. Okay. I just love the idea too of like them running into like old like food mascots like they could run into like the lucky charms leprechaun he's like dealing heroin and and that's why they're on the wall because yeah has like some part in it it's i want and i I want ricky lake to run into jenny jones and she's like running like a bordello in like downtown (laughs) detroit (laughs) i actually think the villain should be the colonel though like the (gasps) that's genius you know and I it, like it, that. And it should be Norm Macdonald's colonel. It should be Norm Macdonald. There's something sinister <laughs> about Norm Macdonald's colonel. A little bit, yep. I'm here for it, but it's a little... It's a little that. odd. That's and he's weird. just totally insane, and like he deals with all this like seedy, gross stuff, but that suit is it's bright like, white. The whole yeah. thing is like, you only think that's chicken you're eating. You know, he's got like a... Oh, whole, God. You know, what it, <laughs> it's like... <laughs> no, yeah, that's tr- his warehouse. It's like chickens and like girls in cages. It's, it's like uh, you, you, ever, you ever seen the movie Hannibal or read the book Hannibal? Uh, no, but I know what you're talking about. He's like, you don't ever trust a southern with a chicken farm. <laughs> God, it's like snatch with the pig farmers. Yeah. 
Yep. Oh, God. my God. Yes. All right, Ray. Let's All see right. what you got here. So you're first person. You're down to yeah. three. You have uh, Jack from Jack in the Box. Oh, no. Are you kidding me? That's awesome. That's a great one. That's a you great one. You don't have Jack in the Box. Okay. He, it's already established that he talks. Well, he can't have Jack then if he doesn't know. Oh, you guys don't have Jack in the Box. We don't have Jack in the Box up here. All right, then we'll we'll, we'll let you skip and go down. Your your person is Wendy then. Okay. So you have Wendy. Okay. Um, and she is teaming up with Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones. Not Jerry Jones. Uh, Jerry Springer. (laughs) Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones. That would be that would be really interesting. (laughs) And uh, they're fighting uh, crooked cops. Alrighty. So Jerry Springer. Jerry Springer. Is Jerry Springer a thing in um in Canada? Oh yeah, we're well aware of Jerry Springer. Okay, I was just okay. curious. I didn't know if that was trash. That was specifically for us. Yeah. All right. And your sixty seconds and go. Have you guys seen the commercial with Jack now, where it's like, I went and became a bartender. It did it. It's just him. Yes. Stupid. I normally like normally I enjoy the Jack in the Box commercials, but that one's a bit much. Just I, I haven't watched TV in a long time. The only reason I saw it is because Christy had the Olympics on tonight, and I was like, and I saw that just during that. So, but you know, because Olympics, whatever. If my shows are out of season, I don't watch any TV. I don't watch it at all. He I doesn't watch, even have a TV. I, I watch YouTube. I watch all kinds of YouTube videos. I watch a lot of YouTube. I finally like started back on some of the YouTube that I fell behind on. It was nice. They've yeah, been up actually, to some stuff. I want to do a, a show where we talk about uh, some of our favorite online shows that we watch, whether it be uh, podcasts or YouTube shows or something like that. So, you know, spread a little love. So... All right, Ray, your 60 seconds is up. Dear that God, was that a was quick fast. minute. That was very quick. Yeah. Is that a Canadian yeah. minute? Yeah, yeah. A Canadian minute. It was um, that, met- that damn metric. That metric system. <laughs> All right, what do you yeah, have for us? If you don't have All a right. lot of it fleshed out, dude, don't worry about it. We're here to fill you in. All right, so. That's what she. So you got to start with the that's what he said. No, I don't. So, Stigmatized. <laughs> I, I was going to go with Wendy being a new. Cop, but I, I think she's. You know what? We're we're just gonna dismiss her. She looks young, and uh, and and she's been on there for a while. She's she's been around the block. She knows what's going on. So she's so the vet. She she's the vet. Springer's been brought in to be a new interrogator. And uh, the, something about his calm demeanor. Yeah, you know, the, everybody seems to confess to him for some reason for no like and nobody knows why. So they actually like he was Jerry Springer from this TV show and uh, and they're bringing him in to be an investigator. And so they give him to Wendy and Wendy's like, "What the f- what the hell? Why are you doing this to me? I I've been on the force long enough. I don't need this old prick to tell me shit. He doesn't know what the hell's going on." And so Springer he he's trying to convince her of his talent and for some reason you know anybody walks up to him just spit out all their dirty laundry all over him and and nobody can figure out why so they brought him in and and it it shows up shortly that uh they brought him in because they they suspect some crooked cops and they're trying to get those crooked cops to talk to Springer but everybody's avoiding Springer like the plague so Wendy has to 
kind of help out. So she gets, you know, Wendy's burgers and stuff like that to, uh, like a giveaway, but it's all a scheme to get the cops coming in. And she teams up with like, uh, a popular donut shop down there. Uh, Dunkin' Donuts? Sure, we'll go with Dunkin' Donuts. So Wendy's and Dunkin's teams up and, and they've got Dunkin' Donuts everywhere and, and, uh, there's, there's this cop convention and Springer shows up and he starts talking and people are just yelling out at him all these dirty secrets of, of their own stuff and, and yeah, that's kind of where I got to. <laughs> Is there a stripper pole there? Because that also happens on Jerry Springer. Well, that has to. That that's on the stage, right? Like it's. Does Steve Wilkos show up? He's the bodyguard. Oh, good. <laughs> I know a lot about Jerry Springer, guys. It sounds like it. I know. I'm not proud of it. Well, you know, we all have we all have our dark sides. Um. Okay, so are we th- see? Whenever I, I I originally envisioned whoever's going to get crooked cops, I just see this shootout at at the end of the movie, like. Between like you know what few good cops that they can find still versus like all the dirty cops or whatever, and yeah. I just see it like in this grand, uh, this grand shootout like in like like something like in Hot Fuzz. That's kind of what I pictured. Yeah, <laughs> that would work. <laughs> so, so that could be at like the convention. That that'd be like the final blow where you've got all the good guys on one side and all the all the bad guys are and they're just yelling at each other and and you know the and Steve's trying to like throw bodies here there and everywhere and it's just utter chaos and people are swearing and you know it's it's just utter chaos like the show is exactly Ball yeah. and glitz plays in the background See, I really I really like this idea of Wendy being this just super super foul mouth just like oh yeah no, she's like, you know what would be cool though <laughs> what's that it, She's like that through the whole movie, but then there's this one scene where they go visit her father's grave, and there's like all these flashbacks to Dave when he did the commercials oh, and stuff. Oh, too soon. Yeah. yeah and and oh. and she like breaks down, and you know, and it's like a whole like uh, you know dramatic thing, and um, you know, whatever. Like the guy. But instead of Dave just having a heart attack or whatever, it was that dude, you know, you know, was responsible for her father's death. Wow. There you go. That's why she's been subterfuge. I love it. One thing I didn't say was uh, the after credits, because you have to have an after credits scene. Okay. The after credits is Jerry's final thoughts. Oh, yes. God, yes, oh, that actually fits. Oh, my God. Oh, 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 you know what would be an awesome scene at the end of the movie? He blows away the bad guy with, like, a three fifty seven, and he's like, take care of yourself and each other. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I am so here for it. There you go. That's Anyone that. in particular you you want to cast for the girl for Wendy's? I actually say the the very chipper, upbeat chick they got in the commercials now. Like seeing her, like oh yeah, but like straight hilarious. up bullshit. Like she's she won't take shit from anybody. Exactly. Yeah. She's throwing people like she'll throw cops out of the way. Like and and like they'll question her or something. Hey, how's your day going? And she'll slam them on the desk and break their nose. And yeah, kind of like do y'all watch New Girl? Like Winston's partner in New Girl. No, I haven't seen it. Don't watch it. Sorry. New, new what? No, new girl. <laughs> Shut up. Chris watches it once in a while. I'm just I saying, I know Chris watches it, so I thought maybe. 
Yeah. What if, what if you got like Ronda Rousey or something? You know. Like, Ooh. As yeah. Wendy? Yeah. Wow. I like that. I <laughs> like that. Pigtails. <laughs> oh hell yeah, she's got the pigtails. Yeah. Dude, that'd be and awesome. a hidden mom in her collar. <laughs> but she has like a like a neck tattoo instead. Yeah. Dude, yes. And like <laughs> gold, like a grill, like gold teeth. Well, I don't think that would be regulation. I don't think she could wear that. But face. she doesn't give a fuck. No, it's That's not. True. It's not. It doesn't come out. It's like those are her teeth. <laughs> oh, like when Missy Elliott had like the dot. Yep, yep, yep. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. She got a fucking suplex of someone. Oh my God. <laughs> All right. Um, we've got two more. Do we just want to try to throw them together real quick? Sure. All right. Um, the first one I I said basically would be this. So we're gonna go with uh, Colonel Sanders is teamed up with Ellen DeGeneres. No, <laughs> oh, no. Okay. And they're fighting. Um, let's see here. Oh, that's what it was. It would have been uh, a presidential assassination. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> so, right. Colonel Sanders and Ellen DeGeneres, buddy cop movie, trying to stop Can presidential I assassination. I really want Ellen DeGeneres to be, like, the straight man in this, and I don't know why. Okay. Really? Oh, yeah. I, I was just thinking, like, you remember that movie 48 Hours? Yes. yes. Curious. Yes. The whole okay. Time. Well, what if the colonel's like, like uh, having a hard time with, you know, accepting the, you know, the gays and stuff, and like there's like the whole dynamic, you know, how there was in Forty Eight Hours between black white thing. Yeah. It's like they get into fights, like fist fights and shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> like they don't get along at all, and Colonel Sanders is like old school kind of, you know bigoted, you know, and, uh, you know, Ellen, I, I, he want Ellen to be the straight man. I don't know. <laughs> funny. Well, she actually plays an executive, uh, I don't know if you remember, um, uh, what's it called? Ed TV. She, oh, yeah. She plays it really straight in that, like, not straight as in straight gay, but straight yeah. as in, she doesn't really try and pull any jokes, but it's funny. <laughs> I don't know. Just okay. yeah, no. It, I, she's got a dry thing, a dry wit. She does. Uh, yeah, that could work. That could work. You know, the colonel's like you know, chain smoking. There's always the smoke. I like the chain smoking colonel, who's like <laughs> seen better days, and you know, everybody. You know, he's he's you know he he's a relic from an era, you know, long past. You know. So, sorry, what were they taking on? I, I messed with they were taking on. They're trying to stop a presidential assassination. So the president's coming to town for something or another. Um, I, yeah, and she's like, don't you have all these old connections you can help me with and all this kind of stuff? And he's like, those people don't want to talk to me. You actually get Nick Nolte to play the colonel for this. There you go. <laughs> oh, God. But I feel like Nick one of them Nolte should be undercover. Colonel. I find that man so terrifying. Yeah, he's freaky. Yeah, like he genuinely scares the crap out of me. <laughs> I, I do feel like one of them should be undercover, though. I'm afraid he's gonna bite me with those teeth. <laughs> see, I, this see, this is what I'm thinking. With him being so gruff and everything, I'm almost wanting to say like, 
not like she needs to be flamboyant, but like she needs to be like she is on her show, like super outgoing, like you know, wants to dance. Comes out dancing and stuff. Totally gets under his fucking. Oh my god, I want there to be a dance sequence. Oh, there was. (laughs) What if instead of being like flamboyant and like out there, she's like uh, OCD, like super OCD, like everything is like. uh, She could be both. Oh, she, she could be very, like, Leslie Nope about it. Yeah. True. I yeah. guess. Yeah. Who? Leslie Nope? <laughs> From Parks and Rec. Parks you need and to Rec? Watch it. Oh. Oh, no. Add it, add it to your queue. Um, <laughs> I've seen Parks and Rec. I just don't know the names. Shut up. Okay. Anyway. um, I told you I'm not one of the cool nerds. I know. We all know. We forgive you. I'm not one of the cool nerds. That would be tonight's episode. Not one of the cool nerds. That actually might be a shirt. I kind of like that. I'm not one of the cool nerds. Oh, God. I'm seriously writing that down. All right. Oh, my God. um, Sorry. When a good shirt comes along, you got to take it. Um, What? Yeah. Uh... (laughs) Okay, well, do we want to again jump onto the last one, which would be uh, Jack in the Box and Mori Povich uh, fighting <laughs> drugs? Yes. Okay, right. I, I really, I really want Mori Povich to be like the guy that's running the lie detector. Yeah, <laughs> just saying, that's a lie. <laughs> he has to be the interrogator with the lie detector. And... Yeah. Yes, please. That would be so good. <laughs> but I don't Jack, know what how about how about like this? Like Jack at the uh, beginning of the movie, they talk about how Jack, who his his old partner, got killed in the shootout or whatever, and Jack has amnesia, and uh, like he's remembering stuff as the movie goes, and that's what the real mystery is: trying to get him to remember everything that happened right before the you know the movie started to find out who's behind the the crimes and stuff. And so that's what Maury Povich is really focused in on is like trying to get all this information and, you know, uh, you know, even gives him the, you know, lie detector or whatever. And, and, uh, there's like a scene where they're like, you all need each other. And, and, uh, <laughs> and Jack's like, you know, you're, all you're doing, all you're doing is yelling at me, trying to tell me how to, who I am and what I'm supposed to be and what I'm supposed to remember. You're not my father. <laughs> and, oh my God! And Maury's like, you're right. I'm not the father. I'm not the father. <laughs> yes, that needs to happen. That needs to be said. I think throughout the throughout the movie, like there never there there needs to be several like props, like um, like you know, everyone had like you know, like maybe he rides a a a, a, mo- a, a motorcycle, so he's got this huge fucking helmet to go over his head or whatever. <laughs> just he needs different hats or whatever that are just like extremely large and like I don't, I don't want to play it like you know we did with the king where it's just normal like I want like like people like it to stand out like maybe it doesn't stand out to anyone else except for Mori like he's just like does no one fucking notice this helmet is like <laughs> the size of a goddamn bathtub like in the beginning when he's in the hospital 
the doctors are literally taping his head like yes it cracks you know and stuff like <laughs> like just dry, like, drywall paste on it oh like my it's God. just not like it's just normal you know like that's what, what they would do you know i i was gonna say can we almost have like an inside view and not of his face but it, inside the mask, it looks like uh, Iron Man's, where like all the different things pop oh up. Oh my god! And... <laughs> it's robotic or something? Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's an interesting I like take. That. What if he is? What if he's like that? We didn't even think about that. He's super strong. Hell yeah! Oh, I like where you're going with this. Good thought, Ray. I think that would be a that'd be a good little switch. Like, okay, so maybe like, so maybe he's almost kind of like a, a RoboCop situation. He's not like you know he's not like he's not exactly at RoboCop, but like he does have amnesia from what happened to him previously. Um, but yeah, he does have some cybernetic enhancements. There's a scene where like the bad guys are gonna get away, so he picks up their car and like tips <laughs> it over, and Maury Povich is like. You know, Jesus Christ, and, he, and Jack has a line. He goes, "They don't call me Jack for nothing." Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I do want this super serious, heartfelt. You know, him like explaining his side of things, like you know, just really letting his emotions go at some point. And the whole time, the camera is trained on that. Just like his, it's, really it's just it's just a straight line across. <laughs> <laughs> can, oh yeah, God. can his face move like Spider-Man, where it just just slightly moves? Just slightly. Just, mm, I don't know. His part of me wants, mouth part goes me wants up to be and like down, in the car. but you don't see it go up and exactly. down. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like you, I'll never see it. Like you don't. Like the expression doesn't change until it cuts away. So if it's this long, drawn oh. out thing, it's literally just the same static face the entire time. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until they cut a, away. Okay. Maybe there's a scene where he has he has to like cry, and you put one of those. The fake tear things. Exactly. He is like it almost looks like someone has drawn a tear on or some shit like that. Oh my god, that would be great. But every time it pans away, there's more tears. Exactly. Yes, and it comes back. Oh my god. Like maybe we straight do some of those fucking uh, 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 anime. Like you know, I like how their faces look. Like you know, there's kind of the the way that they draw tears or whatever. Like we do. We you know we pull some yeah. of those in. Yeah. So. Oh man, there's like the scene where it's like. We're gonna have to hide. Jack, get in this box. And Jack's like, "What?" He's like, no, "Get in the box." And he's like, "Fuck you, man! Exactly. I'm not getting in the box. Like, <laughs> you can't put me in there again." <laughs> and that's when he starts remembering his past. Exactly, he has a flashback. Exactly. He starts to have all the flashbacks. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Very good. I think this worked out all right. I'm glad you I you had a good pick it. for the sidekicks there, Ray. Thanks. Yeah, so, we we were talking about different ones, and uh, that was the one that we liked the best for it. So I'm into it. I love it. Well, we may come back and revisit this one again. This is just a, this is a fun uh, thing to do. It's just kind of nailing down the different parts and how they're all going to fit together. Um, but this we've got a lot of stuff going on uh, on the site and just other things. Everyone's got a lot of personal stuff going on right now. Um, so this is one of those episodes that, like, you know, we don't have to do any pre-planning. It's just kind of like, show up, let's roll some dice, and have some fun. So hopefully y'all had a lot of fun with it, too. Uh, with that being said, let's go ahead and move on into our picks and pans for the week. Would anyone like to go first? I'll go. All right, Lainey, what is your pick or pan for the week? So this was going to be my pick last week, but obviously we didn't do a show last week because, duh. 
Um, I kind of have two. So the uh, newest season of BoJack Horseman came out on Netflix last week or a couple weeks ago, and I obviously sat down and finished all of it. Mm-hmm. And it was so good. I've heard I'm not, but good stuff about it. Oh my god! It is. If you're not watching BoJack Horseman on Netflix, you need to. It is weirdly like. It's crazily well written. Like it's so well written, and I'm not really big into um like adult cartoons. Like that's not really my thing. I don't think Family Guy is funny. Like I don't watch American Ooh. Dad. I can't hate oh, Family Guy. Like I like The Simpsons, but like I don't watch a lot of adult cartoons because a lot of times I'm like, okay, this it gets really stupid really fast. Right. But this like it's very like there's like dumb jokes but then it, there's a lot of like intellectual humor. It's just really funny and it gets super deep. And you'll watch it and you're like, "Wow." Like it'll make you really start thinking you're like, "This is a fucking cartoon. That's a talking horse." But still, like it it's so good. But the the latest season came out and it was so crazily well done. In fact, I it came to the last episode and I didn't realize it was the last episode and I just like sat there for like five minutes and didn't realize it was over. Oh man. And then was very upset. It's really good. So if you're not watching it, go binge watch all of it. It's it's amazing. Um and then my uh my second pick is um I San Diego Comic Con happened a couple weeks ago, obviously. Um I did have a friend that actually got to go, but I saw a picture on Twitter from it and um it was John Barrowman dressed as Squirrel Girl. <laughs> and it's the greatest thing I've ever seen. I only ever want to see Captain Jack Harkness dressed like that from now on. I saw that too, and you're right, that was hilarious. It was perfection. It made me very happy. So, yeah, that was just the greatest thing that's ever happened. Um, I, I did. I like. I was trying to get like backstory on it. Couldn't find any backstory. He was just dressed as Squirrel Girl. So... Oh, bless that man. I just love him to pieces. So, but yeah, those are my picks. Would have cool uh, been cool if Ernest Clown was out there. Really? <laughs> really? You know, if I don't end up putting that in the intro, no one's going to know what the fuck we're talking about, right? <laughs> um. All right, I'll go ahead and, I'll go ahead and jump in with my uh, pick your fan for the week. Uh, so, I, like I told you, you know, finished Proton Packs, told my wife no more projects until... Um, you know, taking a break for a little while. Of course, I've been thinking about some stuff, and I wanted to get through some television shows that I've been really far behind. And I just finished uh, today, earlier today, I finished uh, the first season of Jessica Jones. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, I really cannot wait to start uh, Daredevil Season 2. Um, Kilgrave may be the scariest Marvel supervillain that we've seen in any universe thus far. Um I mean, yes, there are more powerful supervillains. There are, you know, but it's just his powers and what he does with them is just so, it, it's yeah. horrifying. Like some of the yeah, things that is. he's told these people to do is just horrifying. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> well, like I'm really glad that I started watching it when I did, but I told Eugene, like I would have nights where I was watching it. I couldn't go to sleep. Like, it was genuinely, like, really jarring and disturbing. It was. Like, you know, the the one guy talking about how, you know, his, you know, he pulled him over and told him to drive and then told him, like, you know, his kid was 
being too loud, so he told him to put him out on the side of the road, and he didn't. He just drove off. And it's yeah, just like, like that kind of stuff like totally messes me up. It was a lot. It was yeah, a yeah. lot to yeah, watch. It was crazy. Remember so, when he makes that offhand comment about like he told those guys to go f themselves? Yes, and he's like, "Can you imagine? Can you imagine?" And he's like, "What? Yeah." So, um, yeah, and then of course you start getting into the backstory, and I don't want to give anything away, and it's just like, you know, it's just layer after layer, and then especially the last, the last half of the season, like you know, it, it's not as straightforward as you kind of think it is. Like you, they start you know seeding in these other things. So like you know, even though I felt like it wrapped up really well. There's a lot of questions as to, you know, where people are, you know, what the hell this thing was, how that relates to other stuff. So, yeah, I can't wait for – and I think they've actually officially announced a second season to it. So, but um, – It's going to yeah. be a while. It got delayed, you know. Uh, they they said it won't this, – the second season of Jessica Jones is going to be uh, two years. Really? Well, they're doing, you know, Luke Cage. Yeah, I knew that. And then they're, they're doing that – Whatever that combo show is, I can't remember. Uh, Defenders or something. I thought we were. I thought we were getting Iron Fist too before we got yeah, uh, Defenders. Okay. Yeah, and that too. Right. Okay. Well, that's so. too bad because that takes second place to this because it's important that they finish this up because I need to know. But no, I. Uh, I mean, I, I can't wait to see the Luke Cage stuff. Like he, he was a phenomenal actor in that. Like I can't wait to yes. see him get his own. Yes. 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 Uh, so what is your pick or pick for the week? My pick for the week would be the National Video Game Museum. In oh my god! I I watched <laughs> your entire video. Like I was telling, I was when we were having dinner tonight. Um, Christie's grandmother um, pretty much ruined the Alamo and most historical places for Christie because whereas Christie likes to go through and look at stuff, and, you know, she reads a couple things here and there, you know, that might interest her, and then moves on. Her grandmother reads every single thing. So, of course, going anywhere with her, you know, to a historic place or whatever, takes days, if not just multiple, multiple hours. Um, and I, I openly said, I'm like, yes, I finally found a museum that I think I would be like that, where I would want to read every single thing in there because it just looks so interesting. It's it's really I, honestly, I couldn't deal with it. It was too much. Like I was just at, at a certain point, I knew I wouldn't be like I. I was sitting there. My the whole reason I went was so I could take video and pictures. There's no way that I could go there and take video and pictures and really appreciate it. Like I I would have had to have gone there and not done anything. Other than what you're talking about, just go look. See, but you don't want to go by yourself. You, like, no, I yeah. What would be awesome is if you and I could go because then we could be like, all right, let's do this in about four hours, and it's going to take a while to get through, but we can do it. I agree. And, and we would go to one station, look at shit, and talk about it. And read, obviously, but talk about it. And then go to the next station, look at stuff, read, talk about it. Go to the next station, kind of. And it was just too much shit, man. There was they had they had things I don't know how the fuck they got. I don't know how they got some of the stuff they had. Yes, exactly. I was I was saying that like I was watching it and I was building Lego stuff with the boys and I kept looking up and I'm like, how did they get their hands on that? 
I don't know. There's so many prototype devices and original, like, uh, the very first copy of a game ever still on the, like, crappy media, like you would, you know, like, signed by the original developers, you know. They had just ridiculous stuff, things that I've never seen, some things I've never heard of. Some stuff I had no idea ever existed. Just and then shit just out for you to mess with. Just you can just sit there and play on these computers and these old game systems. They give you tokens for the arcade. You can go play arcade games. Just uh, if you like video games, I mean, there's no better place that you could go. It's just amazing. Yeah, when you were like, you know, it's the National Video Game Museum in Frisco, Texas. I'm like. I was like, okay, well, I wonder what this is going to be like. I, you know, I, I, I honestly kind of thought it was going to be kind of a little bit of a rinky-dink type thing, and that it, that is not the case. Like, that was flipping awesome. Yeah, it's really well done. It's, like, amazingly well done. Like, they have stations set up to look like bedrooms from different eras. That's what blew me away. Yes, like that one bedroom with the sad carpeting, like, and they had the freaking, like, original Atari up and I was just like oh my god I'm like having flashbacks it's great yeah they <laughs> built these giant Super Nintendo controllers and, and like they function they work like you can go through these databases they have so many like I mean I can't even express to you the level of intricacy the detail these people put into this like I, I there's no way going through it once you can appreciate it you gotta go through it I mean, we could, but we would, like I said, you would have to go and spend the time, you know. Well, I but, can't say it would be anytime soon, but, uh, like, that may have to be a, uh, I'm coming to visit you next summer or something like that, or maybe over spring break or something, and, like, th- that's going to be a thing we're going to do, because that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, it's in Frisco, too, so you got to, oh, you got to go through all these tolls and shit. I mean, it's a pain in the ass to get to it. That's my pan for the week, is the is the trip to the fucking museum. But it's really cool. Very cool. Ray, what's your picker pan for the week? Okay, I'm going to start off by listing a bunch of movies here. Um, from This is from Rotten Tomatoes here, uh, just to give you an idea. So uh, Terminator Genesis, Pan... Heist, uh, Daddy's Home, um, My Big Fat Greek Wedding 2, uh, London Has Fallen, and uh, let me just pick another one here. Anyway, you get the idea. I'm talking about crap movies here. Okay. My pan is critics right now because (laughs) there is no way that Suicide Squad is on the level of those movies. Yeah, right I keep now. hearing a lot of, like, yeah, critics are all talking bad about it, but fans are like, no, it's really good, so I'm scared to go see it. Right now, Angry Birds is listed at 43%. Suicide Squad is at 27%. No, there's no like, way it's that bad. And it's not. It's there's not. No so way. my my pick this week is... To try and get people to go out there and see it is Suicide Squad. Yes, the villains is not the best, but it is a good, fun movie. Just you know, 
it's an action movie, it's a comic book movie, and I think what it is is the critics are sick of seeing comic book movies, and now they're just trying to, and, you know, DC has not had the best of uh, of luck with it, uh, but... Uh, I, I think it, they think there's blood in the water and they're going after Warner Brothers. I think that's what... The, they don't want... Right. They don't want this to succeed. They want them with, you know, the whole DC universe to fail. Yeah, and it makes no sense to me because you know what? It wasn't that bad of a movie. I, I actually I enjoyed it. I I had one of my buddies uh, actually say that he wasn't going to go uh, to the movie with us because it was listed so bad. I said, you know what? I'm still going. I want to go see what it's actually about. I, I'm I have higher hopes than what they're saying. And yeah, it was like uh, Nicholas Cage's The Runner is almost on par. It's it's listed at 26 percent, and I've heard that's absolute shit movie. Um, I'm just like there, there's Get Hard is higher listed. It's at 29 percent, and and Get Hard was yeah, it was a funny movie, but it it wasn't. It's not on par. Like it's not. You can't compare the two. So anyway, yeah, I was looking at it, and it yeah, it's at 20 percent. It's at 26 percent uh, for the critics. The yeah. audience score is at seventy three percent though. Yeah, yeah, see something in the milk ain't clean. Like that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Something in the milk ain't clean. There's your Sorry. title. There's your title. <laughs> so that's why I just think maybe the critics are so sick of comic book movies right now. And you know, yes, Marvel's doing an amazing job and yes they're doing a great job with it right now. But uh D C did a really good job with Suicide Squad in my opinion and, and they did a good balance. The only problem that they had was the villain, and that's all I'm going to say about it. I don't want to ruin it for anybody. Yeah, I well, think I, I know what you're talking about, but we'll chat in a minute. Yeah. yeah, I was kind of on the fence about going to see it. Like I even played with, played around with the idea of asking Lainey if she wanted to go see it Friday night, but honestly, I was just really tired. Yeah, uh, no, I'd okay. say go I see have it. to wait anyway. So okay, so <laughs> uh, it's it's worth it. Okay, yeah, I'm. Okay, I'm for then. sure going to see it. Then on your recommendation, I will definitely add it to my uh, on my to do list. So, just remember, it's fun. Oh no, and that's that's what I'm taking it as. I'm just like, you know, the older I get, the more I'm like, you know, as long as I enjoyed it, whatever. Then, you know, do yeah. I do I expect this to fully tie in with the rest of the DCEU? I, maybe, maybe not. Honestly, I don't care as long as they, it's a good movie. They actually did it well. They so. they did tie it in and it worked. So, well, good deal. So, yeah. alrighty then. That is our show for the week, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, if you would, please make sure to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find it at Epically Geeky. You can also, of course, go to the website and actually check out all the reviews and stuff we have there. Um, if you would, please go to wherever it is you listen to us, uh, whether it be on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Music. Give us a five-star rating. Uh, that really helps us get out there and get other people, get in front of other people so that they can discover the show as well. There's a place for you to leave a review. Don't worry about that. Just uh, leave us a note. Just say how we're doing. You know, let us know. Is there anything you'd like to see us cover more? Is there a topic we've already done that you'd like to see us do again? Um, that would actually be really helpful. Um, coming up this coming weekend, as you're listening to this, um, we will be at uh, Geek Fest at CTC in Clean, Texas, on August 12th through the 14th. <coughs> Pardon me. Um, 
And actually, uh, big news on this, uh, it will be myself and Cyrus and Lainey and our friend Parker will actually be there as well. So uh, come by and see us. And we're actually going to be recording the show live in front of an audience that night. Um, so if you happen to be at GeekFest, uh, find out. Uh, I'm not quite sure exactly what room we're in. You'll be able to find it on the programs whenever you, you get to the door. Uh, but yeah, Saturday night uh, at 9 o'clock, we will be recording the show live, and I'm hoping to have it so that we can have a little audience feedback. So um, if you happen to make it, you know you might end up on the show. So that would actually be really fun. Uh, where can we find you on the Internet, Cyrus Martin? Uh, ErnestKlein.com. Really? <laughs> I'm tempted to not put that part in the intro. Dude. So you sound like an idiot. <laughs> well, that wouldn't be hard. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of like those people that like make a comment or whatever, and get a bunch of other people to like kind of comment back on it, and then either go back and edit or delete it, and then everyone else sounds like an idiot. I love that. <laughs> well, speaking of looking like an idiot, look me up on YouTube. You'll, I'm sure you'll find some some things that'll do that. Um, I've got a channel uh, called Video Game Virus where I do a lot of video game related stuff, including. A really, uh, not really long, but a pretty lengthy video of me going to the National Video Game Museum. So you can check that out and, and kind of get an idea of what I've been talking about um, as far as everything that, that they have out there. But yeah, just check me out on YouTube. Look for Cyrus Martin or look for Video Game Virus. So. And will you be doing uh, Game Rambling tomorrow? Yep, game rambling. Well, see, yeah, I mean, tomorrow. I mean, this shows this isn't a lot. I know it comes out. It, time travels hard. Uh, Sundays at five o'clock, though, right? Typically, um, maybe we'll see about next weekend, but definitely this weekend. Yeah, cool. Very cool, Lainey, Where can we find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at it's a Lainey Bird, all one word. Awesome, Ray. Where can we find you online? Uh, so you can find me on Instagram at Lake Life Artist, and then also on Facebook. Uh, just search out Raymond Andrew, uh, and I have an artist page there. So very cool. I didn't know about the artist page. I'll have to go check that out. Ho ho ho, ho. Yeah. Mr. Fancy. I know. Right? <laughs> I must eat cheese and drink wine. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you sell Captain Monocle's uh, eye polish? You know, maneuver remover stuff on there. Do you? you know, I hope so. That's super fancy. Where am I? Yes. <laughs> oh dear. Oh. wax. Well, oh. hello. <laughs> And as always, you can find my wacky adventures online at Optimus Machine on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for everyone on the site. Have a good night. <laughs>